What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of 101 Sports and Cards Sports Card episode. As always, I'm Nathan Holloway, and with me, Jarrett Dresch. Hey, what's up? So, Jared, I know we got a lot to talk about, including the release of Bowman Chrome today, which was the biggest release of all time. Of the month. For me, but all time. Just kidding. We do have a lot, actually. This might be a pretty long episode. Got some controversial stuff to talk about, too, so. What's in a podcast about controversial conversations? My God, it's not PSA. Is no, it? it's not PSA. Thank God. Two straight weeks without I know. bad PSA news. I know. It's a miracle. I know, right? That means next week they're going to do like 20 things wrong. No one's going to bash them. <laughs> All right, so to start off, I'm going to start with DeLuca. DeLuca sells for $3.1 million, which is a, a loss of about... It's over sold, a million It's sold for $4.6 million. And I did say it was going to sell for less, and you said it was going to sell for, like, what, five mil? Something like that? I said a lot more than that. Yeah. This really doesn't shock me. I mean, the, the market was down. This was a public auction. The private sale was to a guy that really wanted it. You're typically going to get less money because not everybody in the world has $3.1 million to spend. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's just bad timing, too. I mean... Luke, what, if you were going to sell it, with how Luca's playing right now, why wouldn't you wait until closer to the end of the year? Yeah, he's MVP right now, and there's nobody even close to him. It's like, why Why would you already sell it right now? I mean, I, I can see this being why it's low, but I can also kind of disappointed. Luca's probably one of the best generational talents we've seen. He's going to be the LeBron James of the future. I mean, also, you got to think, um, the best player from overseas... It's Dirk right now, and and now you have Giannis and Luca, yeah, competing for the best ever because yeah. they're. I'm gonna say they're both gonna be better than Dirk. Yeah, like no offense to Dirk, but right now the path to on Giannis is almost already better, yeah. and Luca is well on his way yeah. if he keeps doing what he's doing. I mean, Luca works on his game every year. And he's just Luca was lazy and he got out of it and he's walking. And we saw that this year. You know, he worked his butt off, lost some weight, bulked up, and now Luca's averaging what thirty-five points a game or something like that. Yeah. And the Mavericks are a good team. Mavericks are uh, like fifth seed, something like that, right now. Something like that. I mean, for the West, it doesn't really matter. The top ten seeds are separated yeah. by two games. Yeah. So. so I mean, this Mavericks seems good. Luca's gonna be good. If I had this card, I'd probably just hold on to it yeah. for a while. But hey, it's hard to pass up three point one million dollars, multi million dollars. But if you bought it for four point six, you don't need you the take money. A, but also, I wouldn't want to take a loss. Yeah, well, if you got four point six million dollars to spend, yeah. you probably ain't too worried about a million dollars. Yeah, you probably wipe his butt with a million dollars. I wish I could do that. I wish I could just wipe my butt. I can't afford toilet paper. Okay, just kidding. So, <laughs> some news with SGC and Tops. I didn't even know about this. I mean, I saw the Tops name. It was like the Paul Goldsmith and the Aaron Judge. I didn't read it because it was. It was just two chrome cards. I'm like, oh, cool. The MVPs. I didn't read it. But apparently, if the SGC teamed up with Tops, that was two different things. Yeah, you go ahead and talk about them. I'll just mix these things. Okay. So the Aaron Judge, and first off, Tops announced today, if you, there are select card shops around the country that are participating in this, of course, you can go to Tops' Instagram, go to their uh, link in their bio, and check and see. Just click on the Tops Times MVP. Um, they are doing a thing to find your local card shop to see if they're doing it. Uh, our local card shop of RBI is. Of course, uh, it is if you get a, uh, if you pulled a Tops Chrome card of the two MVPs of either Aaron Judge 
or Paul Goldschmidt, you can take it to your local card shop if they are doing this. And if it is a regular base, you will get $20 of in-store credit. A refractor is 40 And then if you get a numbered one, uh, it can be anywhere from... Uh, anywhere from 40 up to, I believe, 250 something like that, 250 300 So, uh, honestly, a, a pretty good deal, especially for a base Topps yeah. Chrome to get $20. So, is it only one pull person, or is it, like, as many as you can bring in? I don't know. It didn't really say that. I'm guessing it's one per person. Because if you're I'm... a breaker and you break a lot of Chrome, yeah. you have, like, 20 own judges, you got, like, you got pretty good money there. Yeah. So, uh, I, I really hope Topps is... Paying yeah. these card shops because if they're just dishing out twenty dollars for a base card, yeah. I mean, heck, I might go buy some Topps Chrome and list them on eBay because apparently eBay. I saw what listen listen to the comments. I looked at the comments and saw that apparently these base cards are actually going up on eBay because of this. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I guess it's a good promotion. You make it. I mean, a lot of people have. It's also probably a thing, a way to pe- get people to buy Topps Chrome now. Yeah. Because Topps Chrome's not moving. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Topps messed up. And also, the Chrome, it's only this year's. Yeah, so Topps don't Chrome. bring in like a 2017 rookie Chrome of his. Then you might be losing some money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a good deal if you have any Topps Chrome uh, base cards. Definitely look through them. Uh, I don't have them because I left my base cards at the shop because I gave them to the kids. So, so yeah, now some like, kid's going to take that out and be like, here, give me my toy. <laughs> That's all. I wasn't going to go Friday. So <laughs> I probably wasn't going to go Friday. and I got plans already. So, yeah. Now I'm talking about the SEC Tops thing. This is why I mix it. SEC and Tops teamed up with Bowman Chrome 2022 just this year. Because when he told me this, I was like, oh, I know whatever. I could send it in. No, disappointing. I don't know why they didn't do multiple years or all tops products. Yeah. Like if they're going to do this. Yeah. Um, but it is $9 per card, no declared value, um, no minimum of cards. So you can put, you can, you can literally grade your whole box of Bowman Chrome. Or you can just send one, or you just don't send any if you don't want to use SCC. But for $9 for like a, a really good card, that's a damn good deal. I really want Bowman Chrome, but I, it's already way up in price. It's like 350 bucks a box now. It's 285 at RBI. I have it written out. Yeah, but I just, I don't want to spend that much, really. I might buy singles. Other guys are pretty good. Uh, definitely not now. Yeah, I was looking last night to see if any were already on there. And Christian Vaquero, his uh, first Bowman, uh, there was already one up for like $20. Yeah. And one, his purple sold last night. And the dude, accept, it had an accept, like a thing through it. And it was like 60, so he probably accepted like 50 or something for it. Yeah. So, not a very good time yeah. to be buying singles already. Yeah, just, just wait. Um, so, the prices of a Bowman Chrome right now, all, these are RBI's prices. These are different every other place. Uh, 285 for hard box, 150 for mini box. And the choice is 285, which choice is only you get three autos. You don't get any base cards or anything. I don't like choice. Um, I, I just don't, I like it. I don't see what's the deal, like, if you're gonna spend 285 to get three autos, go ahead and buy the hobby. And you be, already get the two autos. Yeah, and you get a bunch of numbered cards and everything. Yeah. Um, you forgot about the light box. I didn't see the light box on RBS thing. It's like 185, I think. 
Light is pretty good. I like light a lot. Uh, that might be the one I get if I do get any. And now I'm going to go into the top autos in the Chrome checklist. These are just autos. I I haven't had time. I got off work and just did this. Uh, but Jackson Merrill for the Padres. Very good prospect. Then Jackson Trio, who, if you don't know who Jackson Trio is, you might want to get to know him because he is just as hyped as Bryce Harper and Mike Trout. And then the number one prospect in the set, well, Hen- Rodrick Arias. 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 He's 18 years old and he's a Yankees prospect, of course. In the uh, shortstop, yes, switch hitting shortstop, yeah. So I'm pretty sure I'm yeah. pretty sure he hits for very good power. I watched a video yeah. on these guys and uh, so that he's a pretty good power hitter. Yeah, and of course the Yankees get him. Um, Mason All for the Rays, he's an outfielder, and then Christian Vaquero, who is one of the hottest names, outfielder for the Nationals, switch hitting outfielder. Sedine Raffaella for the Red Sox, he's an outfielder. Maya said that name wrong. Uh, Brady House does have autos, finally. False Bowman autos for the Nationals. Uh, so if, if you're going to do a break and you want to buy into a team, the Nationals are probably a team you want to buy into. Unless you got to have a lot of money. Yeah. For the Dodgers, Jorbet Vivas. Vivas, he's very good. I like him a lot. Emmanuel Valdez, he's a utility guy. But he is just, that's what they literally have is utility. Uh, Gavin Stone, he's a pitcher. He's one of the best pitchers in the products. I don't usually do pitchers, and that's all I have. I'm sure there's some sneaky ones that I just, I haven't had time to really look into the product. And it's also very hard when you go because I tried to look into it, but when you just see the the set, it just gives you all the prospects. Yeah. Like for the set checklist, it doesn't give you like who's the first Bowman. Yeah. Like it, I believe they should have like first Bowman or something on there. Like for the rookie cards, they have rookie cards. Of course, other autos you can also get, you know, Bobby Witt, yeah. J-Rod, Wander, all them. Okay, so we have a couple things to talk about. I actually, I have another thing for Tops, right quick. Um, so, as I mentioned to you earlier, and what I'm looking at on Beckett right now, of course, Tops Update was huge. Tops Update Chrome, you're barely going to be able to find it. You will now, because usually it is a Target exclusive mega box. It's still going to be that. But it's also going Hobby. So you'll be able to find Hobby Tops Chrome Update. It's expected to release in sometime in December. Does not have a surefire date yet. But you will have uh, 24 packs per box, 4 cards per pack in Hobby. So if you are on the lookout whenever Tops Chrome Update comes out and you are unable to find it at Target, which I believe you're going to be because it's hard enough to find any update. update, regular update, Go to your local hobby shop, and they will more than likely have update Chrome Hobby. It's probably going to be expensive. Yes. But it's going to be worth it. So, we card porn. Do you know who they are? Mm-hmm. They put out the top ten cards of all time. Yeah, I saw that. So, we're going to go through the top ten, and you're going to tell me if you like this. The number ten card is the 1948 Leaf Jackie Robinson rookie card. Number nine is the 1989 Upper Deck King Griffey Jr., Card I don't have, but I will get eventually. The 1980 Tops Larry Bourne, Julius Irving, and Magic Age Johnson. I'd love to have that card. I would too. Um, and then number seven is a 1979 Tops Wayne Gretzky rookie card. If you see the trend here, they're all rookie cards. 2000 Playoff Contenders Tom Brady Auto. Six is kind of. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll get it. 2003 Exquisite RPA LeBron James, which Exquisite is upper deck. Uh, Exquisite is like the national treasures of now. 
Exquisite is ten times better looking, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, nineteen number four. That was number five. Number four is the nineteen thirty three Gaudi Babe Ruth. Number three is the Topps T two hundred six Honus Wagner. Number two is the nineteen eighty six Fleur Michael Jordan. And the number one is the nineteen fifty two Topps Mickey Mantle. Mickey God. I don't agree with top five. I really don't. So tell me who you'd change. Number one is Honus Wagner. It's the lowest card ever made. Number two, I would then put it Mickey Mantle. Three would be LeBron. Four would be Jordan. Then five would be the Tom Brady. Yeah, I think Brady should be in the top five. I don't think Babe Ruth should be in the top five. No. And I honestly think Griffey should be ahead of Gretzky. Yeah, Gretzky's the greatest hockey player ever. But if you notice, these are all basketball. These are all baseball, basically. And they're all vintage. The most modern card on here is the LeBron. The LeBron in 2003. Now, these could change eventually. The Luka may be in this eventually. Um, but I definitely think the Griffin needs to be bumped up. I don't think the Babe Ruth should be that high. The Larry, I think the Larry Board and Magic Johnson, George Orving should be high, uh, low or higher on the standings. This is one of the coolest cards. So you get three Hall of Famers, and they're all top 25 players in history. I mean,. No other card on this list has more than that. So, and it's Larry Bird. Top seven player of all time, almost. And I, you have Larry Bird, who's the second best small forward of all time. He's behind the, LeBron James. Yeah. You have Magic, who's the best point guard ever. It Don't you a, dare say Steph Curry, yeah, any of you. It's not. And then Dr. J, who's one of the greatest shooting guards of all time. Yeah. He is the best player in Sixers history, not taking anything from Wilt, but Wilt was better on the Warriors. And he's also the best player in Nets history, yeah. which doesn't take, take much. Yeah. I'd say next is probably Jason Kidd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which Jefferson? But yeah, the Jackie Robinson, I'm fine with it being a 10, but I do feel like the Jackie will get knocked off eventually by somebody else. It is a cool card. It's a lot of history on it. And it's all vintage baseball, mostly. And every single one is an older player. So, is it going to. So, here's another question. Will this stay the same? Or is some of these older guys going to get knocked out by some of these younger guys in the future when we'll. I'm going to say that a lot of them will get knocked out. I'm going to say the top three, basically, will stay, will stay the same. Because, I mean, yeah, Jordan, you have Mickey. Mickey, and then you also have the, the rarest card of Holmes Wagner. I don't see them getting knocked out of the top ten. They may get knocked out of the top spots. I don't even see that happening. But they're, they're definitely, they won't even fall out of the top five so, if they do. The cards I see falling out of the top ten within 30 to 40 years more older will be the Wayne Gretzky, the Jackie Robinson, and the King Jr. And the only reason I say the Griffey is because it is a kind of a junk wax card. So, but it was a very hard, it was a very tough card to be graded. I would love a PSA 10, but I don't have like three grand in my wallet. So I'll probably just pick up a, I'd be happy with like an eight. Like PSA 8 is like $230. I'll be happy. I just want the freaking card. It's iconic. It's Griffey who, if you don't know, I love King Griffey Jr. I see him. I just don't have like anything of him because he's way out of my price range. Eventually, I will get an auto of his because he's got the best autograph of all time. One of the best. But yeah, so that has that. That's the top 10. Uh, this is something that, you know, we're going to look back in 30, 40 years and see how much the card market has really changed who people really want. So that's that's a cool thing to put that out. Now here's the controversial thing. I don't know how you feel about this, but I know a lot of people, it's iffy on this. But we're just going to talk about this. 
So, the source of a card point. So, card cleaning. When you send a card to grading, you do want to clean the surface of fingerprints. I would recommend wearing gloves. If you aren't good with this kind of stuff, like, if you don't think you can trust yourself with holding your card very slimly without, you know, freaking oh, twitching and bending the card in half, <laughs> um, just send it to someone to grade, and they'll clean it for you most likely. But then you're putting your trust in somebody else. But, which I've seen problems, you know, they get they send the card off as a um, bulk submitting group with somebody, and the card comes back for scratch that they didn't have on there before. That's why I always suggest if you do take pixels of your cards before, write down any imperfections you do see. Like if you do know there is a print line or a slight scratch on the corner, make sure you write it down, take a picture of it, and you have the evidence if something does happen. But that's the risk you don't take. That's why I don't grade, because one, I don't like grading. I don't think grading is that good looking. Like, who wants a big, bulky freaking slag? My opinion, Max with Battle, which we've already talked about this a long episodes ago, and it's expensive when I could buy a pro mode for four or five bucks, and it looks ten times better on a pro mode. Like, I just don't like grading. I, I just don't like the big, bulky slabs. Yeah, they make you call up value. Cause it's got that stupid little tin on it. Well, guess what? I can write a tin on the freaking pro mode and sell it, too. Same thing. What's the difference? Okay, I can't just do that, but... um. I'm sure people have tried. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um, but card cleaning. So, clean the card just like that. The card cleaning I'm talking about is people kind of altering the cards, using, like, alcohol swabs on imperfections, using solutions. Trimming the corners. Yeah, trimming the corners and stuff. Now, I'm going to go first on this. At the end of the day, it's your card. Do whatever you want with it. I'm okay with using, like, alcohol swabs and stuff. But when you start to change the card by cutting it, that's where I get to have a problem. You can use solutions if you want, because ultimately, these cards don't come out perfect, and you're paying for these cards. They should come out pretty good. Do what you want. You paid for it, you know? That's all I, but I do not have a problem with cleaning your cards and using stuff on them. I know a lot of people are against it, because it's changing the card out of the pack. Well, I'm going to tell you what. If I pull a big card... You better normally clean the crap out of the thing and get a good grade on it. I'm not gonna if it, if it's I know one thing was um this happened this happens to a lot of cards nowadays. You get that little like cardboard that gets stuck on the bottom of the card like Pokemon is stupid about. The, the, every single card you get from Pokemon has it basically. Um uh, but I see it with tops and stuff. I'm I'm showing Nate because you know how it has like little like kinda like fuzzies almost, mm-hmm. but it's like on the cardboard is it cut clean and the worst is tops heritage oh yeah those are the and worst. any cards where they have a black border yeah. where you can definitely see it yeah taking those off i don't have a problem that's an arrow at the facility and you're taking advantage to clean it i don't have a problem with it but when you start cutting stuff that's why i have a problem yeah your card's off centered you if you're gonna cut it it's gonna be a different size it's gonna be it's not like you're gonna cut it and glue it to the other side <laughs> i mean you can't do that <laughs> Tape it. Glue, <laughs> glue. Um, but like, yeah, using like alcohol swabs on the back of a card to get like an ink stain off. Because I know some cards do bleed through in the back, like when they're like doing the autos and they don't let them dry and they put them back to back. It does get ink on the back of the cards. I'm okay with using an alcohol swab on it. I've done it because, I mean, after all, you paid for these cards. Do whatever the hell you want with them. You paid the $5,000 for the box, basically. I mean, if you want to get a grade, you're paying to get a good grade. You don't want to pay and get a terrible grade. Do what you want. 
And if you have a problem with it, oh, well, maybe you should start doing it and take advantage of the money. Because I know a lot of people, I this in the comment section, it was a war zone, kind of. People was like, what's the matter? It's their car. It's their money. Some people was like, this is this is horrible. This is bad for the hobby. No, it's trying to take advantage of the mess-ups of Panini and Tots because the quality control has gotten horrible. I don't know what I collected back then. Quality control was good. It's amazing that when the prices go up, the, the quality, quality goes down. Yeah. I mean, it's because they're pumping more and more out trying to make it faster and they're just not taking the time. And I don't have a problem with it unless you start trimming the card, which is changing the size of the card, which that is altering the card. But doing stuff like scratch removals and stuff, that's, I don't have a problem with that. How, how do you feel? I agree with the same way. Uh, if you want to remove stuff by using the alcohol things, and like, that's fine. Turning the cards bad. For example, I believe a uh, one of one Justin Herbert yeah, was, um, was altered because they trimmed it. I believe it originally got a PSA 8 or yeah. a PSA 9. They trimmed the card and it got a 10. For one, PSA. How can you not see that card was altered? Yeah. Like, you've already graded it. You can see it clearly that it was... Off-centered. It's the only how, one in the wall. It's not yeah. like it could be a different one. Yeah. So how can you... So, um, not only is it on the person, it's also on these grading companies for not really yeah. looking. Like, uh, you could, I'm pretty sure you could tell if a card's not the size that it originally was. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they have, like, a card scale size thing. I have a Bobby Witt Jr. Auto that's... Uh, it's too big, actually. Like, they made it too long. Like, the top is a little bit bigger, and it don't fit in a mag. So I had to get a bigger mag. Like, a thicker mag. I want to fit in a normal size mag. If I want to, I could trim it. But I'm not. Because, one, I'm not going to grade it. Two, I'm never selling it, because it's my only Bobby Wood Auto. And I'm never going to sell it. It's number five. Like, that's a really weird card. Yeah, it's Elite Extra Edition. But I paid a dollar for that thing, like, four years ago. When it was in the product. And nobody knew who this kid was. I knew he was going to be good. Because you're just a genius. I freaking am. You know it. But, yeah. So, That's basically all I got. Like, just don't don't trim the cards. That's what's bad for the hobby. Not clearing up some surface stuff. Like, surface scratches. Like, yeah, if I had a card that had a scratch, I want to try and get it out. Because I want the best grade possible. Especially if it's a huge card. Now, if it's, like, some piece of crap, like, base card that you shouldn't even send in. To grade, then who cares? Like my base cards, if I open them, I'll be alright. Just leave them there for the kids. But yeah, just just don't trim it. Yeah, that's just stupid. And uh, if you do that, go ahead and take offense to that. Yes, I'm calling you stupid. It's a stupid thing that only stupid people do. So alright, so we're gonna go to buy sell hold. I know this has been a longer episode than normal. Uh, Buy sell hold. We're gonna try and fly through these all basketball players. These are players that have either not performed the way they need to be, a trade block, or they just get shafted by the team. And we're going to go by the guy that's getting shafted, James Wiseman. James Wiseman, I know he got sent down to the G League. Uh, he's still a prom- promising talent, still very young. I mean, you can't expect him to be as good as what he was before he got hurt. I mean, he hadn't played in a year and a half. Uh, I'm still investing in James Wiseman. His stuff's gone. It's tanked. <laughs> it has. Um, guess what? They don't have a starting center. Um, next year, they're not going to have two, maybe three of their main starters because they're going to be gone. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be time for a Warriors rebuild anyway because Steph's getting up there in age. Uh, before long, it's going to be Jordan Poole, Moody, uh, Kaminga. Moody, Kaminga, and Wiseman. And that's still a really good young call. Oh. So you're buying. Buying and holding. Okay. Um, you already know what I'm going to say because Wiseman is one of my favorite players. 
So I'm gonna buy and hold him on one for PC and two because I think he's a really good player. He's ten times played with a Kavon Moody. <laughs> I mean, I, there's no way Steve Cole actually thinks Kavon Moody's better. The only reason why I think he's playing is because the veteran presence. Because he's played with Steph in him for a long time. Yeah, I'm buying hold. Uh, John Collins, who's on the uh, trade talks. I am going to invest in John Collins. I think he's a very good talent. He has not proved a lot in Atlanta. Uh, if he's able to go to a team that actually needs a solid power forward or want to play small ball, he could be a center. He's still very good. A good defensive player, great offensive player. Uh, he just hasn't – it's 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 kind of hard to uh, fit in with the Hawks when you have a lot of talent on that team. I mean, you have Trey, you have DeJounte now. Um, I still hate saying that name. DeAndre Hunter. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, who's actually been playing good yeah. for some reason. I mean, and then in the paint, you have Clint Capella. He's actually had a pretty good year. So, I mean, it's always solid. Yeah. So, it's hard for him to actually get the ball. I think the best thing would be for John Collins to get traded. Uh, A few years ago, they were talking about trading him. I know the Spurs were in on him, and uh, he was actually rumored to be going to San Antonio in the DeJounte trade. They ended up not doing that instead of giving up Danilo Gallinari. Uh, I'd love to have John Collins. Uh, If I'm a GM, I'm on the phone right now talking to him. He's still very young, and he's just a great player. Overall, that he just doesn't fit Atlanta. No, yeah, I'm gonna buy him. Um, I think this. I think the Celtics be a perfect fit for him. They need a power. They need a center. They really do. Good old Wolf. You should be retired. And Robert Williams, whenever he comes back, put him a power or just. I, I put John Collins a power. Yeah, I mean, just imagine a team with John Collins. They're always the best team in the NBA. Then you get John Collins, him and Tatum and Brown will be throwing oops each other. Oh man, it'll be fun. And Robert, I mean, Robert can throw it down too. Yeah, we should do that. Trade Derek White. Even though he's been, like, really good for us. You know what? Give it to Malcolm Barton. He ain't played a single game yet. Yeah, he has. He's been playing okay. Yeah, well, I'd much rather have John Collins. The ball can come off the bench. Who are you going to play instead as your backup point guard, Peyton Pritchard, who's averaging, like, two points per game? Yeah. He's been terrible. Oh, and? At the beginning of the year, he scored, like, two points per game. Then he had one game where he put up, like, 26 because nobody else played. And then they're like, oh, my God, Peyton Pritchard's back. And then, no. And this this MFer got voted as the most underrated player in the league by fellow players? How? 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 He says. Uh, we're going to move on to someone that you thought was going to San Antonio. Also, DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton has had a bad year. He also had a bad night last night after he got absolutely decked by Patrick Beverly. That's just another reason to hate Patrick Beverly. I mean, there's a million reasons out there. Um, invest in Pat Bev. <laughs> you'll, you'll lose money on that. No, I'd still invest in DeAndre Ayton. Uh, he doesn't want to be a son. I'm going to tell you that right He's now. He didn't want to be there. He did not want to re-sign. That's why when the Suns, when the Pacers made him that offer, he was happy to go to Indiana. And the Pacers, they're playing really good right now. I mean, the Suns are too. Suns are without Chris Paul right now. Which is surprising. But DeAndre Ayton, he doesn't want to be a son. He will get traded by the deadline. I believe January is when he will be eligible to be traded because you cannot sign a player and then trade them within like the first yeah. five, four or five months. Um, so January he'll be able to be, be traded. You could see him get traded by the deadline. Clearly he doesn't want to be there. I think Phoenix knows that he doesn't want to be there. I think it was a terrible decision by them to even match the match the offer the Pacers gave him when they knew he didn't want to be there because he told them and told him that he didn't want to resign. So uh, you put him on another 
another team. Still very good young talent. I mean, this dude is an amazing center. Uh, he's actually he's a great defender. Uh, he's been working on the jump shot. He's actually able to hit some threes now, which he couldn't do when he came out of college in Arizona. He's deadly in the paint. Yes. So, I mean, any team would love to have him. I'd love to have him. I wanted him last year. I was disappointed when he didn't give him an offer. Clearly, who cares if we would have gave him an offer because he'd still be a son. Yeah. Uh, I'm buying DeAndre Ayton. I have a lot of DeAndre Ayton stuff. Uh, I'm holding. I don't sell right now. Yeah, definitely don't sell now. Uh, if you get trade to a contender, might be the time to sell. But I also think he's going to be a decent player. Um, I definitely don't think he's... He's the number one pick, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. I don't think he's lived up to that number one pick status yet. I mean, it's kind of hard to compete when you have Luka in that draft. And Trey Young, who have yeah. all outdone him. And there's been a couple other ones that have outdone him already. But DeAndre is a great role player. He's a player that can do pretty much everything on that basketball court. And he's a great defender, like you said. And he's just a big body. He's also very dangerous in the pick and roll. When they had Chris Paul there, when he was actually playing and not hurt like he is right now, so dangerous with Chris Paul and DeAndre in the pick and roll. Yeah. I mean, he'd be great for any good young point guard. That's why I'd love him. The Pacers. Dude, with, with Tyrese Halliburton. I mean, then you also you could slide him in a center. You could have Miles Turner yeah. at power or Trey Miles Turner. Because, I mean, they have a lot of good young talent below Miles Turner. I mean, they have Jalen Smith, who's been playing good this year. They also have Isaiah Jackson, rookie last year. He stepped up. So Could you imagine DeAndre Eaton and Trey Young? Trey Young's going to pick a walls. Yeah. Him and John Collins are good. I mean, they'd be able to. Uh, they'd probably be able to trade Capella and match them. Because Capella's get paid yeah. for some reason. That might be what he, if he goes there. That's gonna be a that changes that team. Capella and Capella and John Collins for eight. I like that. There you go, Atlanta. We just made you a trade block deal. Uh-huh. And if you make it happen, make sure you tell us and give us fake season tickets, even though we don't live anywhere close. Hey, I'll go just to Boo Dejounte. You want to Boo Dejounte? I would Boo Dejounte. I'm gonna get an F Devante shirt. Like <laughs> Devante Dejounte. Same thing. Not really. It is. Um, we're going to go into overweight, underweight. This is our last thing. We promise it's been long. Thanks for staying with us. Uh, hopefully it's been entertaining. We haven't really yelled back and forth yet. Like we normally do. Um, but when do, we do talk about like PSA or something, we probably will yell. Once who knows, there might be something next week. We're going to talk about Leaf. Anything Leaf. Lower end product of Leaf overrated. Higher end, underrated. The RPA. I, I'm the one that said this to do this. Because uh, the RPAs for Leaf and the high and their higher end stuff, which is still very cheap, is unbelievable. The Leaf Trinity Baseball yeah. is insane. I mean, for a team that for a team <laughs> for a product that doesn't have logos, but they can still get the logos and patches, yeah. which still makes zero sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, these patches are disgusting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they don't hold as much value. I mean, they still hold a lot of value just because of the patches, because people love sick patches. Yeah. But yeah, it's underrated. I wouldn't be buying any lower end leaf stuff. Like all the leaf that sits on like Walmart. Yeah, don't shelves. buy those. Yeah. Uh, but the higher end leaf stuff, I mean, what, it's like around $150 for a hobby box? Something like $450, like the Lumble Kings yeah. or whatever it is. But I mean, you get a crap ton of hits yeah. at every single one. Yeah, Leaf Trinity, you get like seven in all autos and stuff. Yeah. Just really good products. So it, it's very underrated. Yeah. Yeah, I'm also going to be because one, Leaf has the lights to so many players. They have tennis players. 
They have just wrestling, UFC, I mean, MMA. They have literally everybody. They got, like, Naomi Osaka autos. They got tennis autos of, like, Djokovic. Those are the only places you can get those autos. And they have, like, Tyson autos. You can't open up a top box and get, like, Tyson autos and stuff like that. So if you're looking for... And they also have a lot of golf autos, which is a lot cheaper than buying up a Dex golf. Yeah. So I like Leaf. I've always been a big fan of Leaf. It's especially as a kid, because one, it was cheap as a kid. And you get a lot of autos. When you were a kid, all you wanted was autos. But now, I mean, Leaf is a, it's a great brand. I yeah, the logos. I don't like I said, I don't care about logos because I still buy a lot of Panini and I think Panini looks better. Leaf looks really good too. So underrated. That's all I got. Okay. That's all I got as well. I thank you guys for sticking through this. Of course, uh have a great and happy Thanksgiving um, tomorrow. Open some college with your family and eat some turkey. Also, uh, Black Friday. I know a lot of deals are going to be going on in card shops. Unfortunately, I will be at work, so I will not be able to go to any uh, card shops and get the deals. But frankly, I don't care. But go out, enjoy, enjoy Thanksgiving, enjoy Black Friday, get some deals on some cards, and uh, just have a great and safe weekend. As always, come back here next week. And as always, keep on collecting.